Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Shuffle Podcast. This is episode 192. Read the Cookie Shuffle, guys. I'm Joe. Dave. Saw, dude. How's your week? Uh, yeah, pretty good. Uh, I feel like I feel like I've done stuff, but I haven't. Oh, you know what I'll talk about, dude? You know what's annoying? Is I was looking at um buying some hiking boots. Right. Um you're a big Some hiker. Big hiker. Big hiking guy now. Big hiking uh, guy. Yeah. And you know, I used just like regular boots that I had last time, which worked out. They were comfortable. Um, obviously not after hiking for like, you know, 14 hours. Right. Or whatever it was. Just like that last hour just killed me. Yeah. Um so those are fine, but I was just like, you know, the, the front of the toe is already falling apart anyway. So it's like I should just get like a an, a good pair. Um, and so I went to LL Bean. I see the shirt. Yeah, it's nice. Um, yeah, dude, this thing is the most comfortable sweatshirt I've ever worn. In my life. Yeah, it looks <laughs> super comfortable. Um, as they always are. Well, I mean, like even the outside of this, like the inside, you know, that inside feeling. Yeah. So there's that, <laughs> but then like the outside feeling is like, I feel, I feel this. This is the softest thing. It's, ever. A, good, it's a good cuddling shirt, then. Yes, <laughs> I will remember that when I cuddle by myself. <laughs> uh the next time next time you cuddle uh, with ben you'll, you'll be good to go yeah yeah yeah. i'll be like i'll oh, ben you know yeah feel like be pretty I'll, good i'll huh? up in here it's <laughs> pretty good on that bare skin of yours right <laughs> um so yeah i went to ll bean i was just like yeah i want to look at a uh pair you're of gonna buy ll bean boots yeah well yeah we're gonna rich, check them out rich boy uncle dave had you know sent me uh a pair that he has right uh so i went to try them on and i saw the price and i was like three hundred dollars yes it's insane dude so i was like but those are like and i tried them on and i was like these just don't feel good yeah and she's like yeah and these are like she's like what are you doing and i was like i mean i'm you know hiking some dude, mountains hiking some mountain like the adirondacks she's <laughs> like She's like, these are really, these are like some intense boots. Like, you know, bless you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> she's like, these are some like intense boots. Like, I know you're going to be hiking. Like, this is for like some backpacking type, you know, shit. Yeah. And yeah. Tre- like trekking across Europe. Yeah, it could be. So like, obviously, you know, people can use them whenever they want. But there, she was like, there were some pretty intense boots, you know. It's probably nothing you really need. But like, and, you know, if you don't want to spend that much either, then. You know, we'll look at some other boots. So she showed me some two other ones that were like some regular, like, you know, um, not like those ones were leather that he showed me, uh, that he sent me. And then the other two were just kind of like the, uh, you know, not canvas, but you know what I'm talking about, like that type of boot or whatever. Yeah. And these ones are nice. It was like 175, 165 for the pair of boots. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay. So I tried them on. Both were pretty comfortable um the one like it was squeezing my foot and i was like this feels kind of weird she's like yeah they run kind of narrow so like if you got wide feet you're in trouble yeah and she was like oh she asked me first she was like do you are you a wide foot where i was like i was like i'm not i was like i'm not a wide foot i bought in a wide shoe before and it was i think i have normal feet but i think i i I don't know but they're wider than narrow like shoes or then like regular like they're because i don't have a wide foot I tell you that neither but, do I but the boots that she gave me she's like and these she said right away these run narrow so you might feel that it's tight across the bridge of your foot and I go that's crazy 
because they do feel like that. <laughs> but I don't have a white foot because how would you not... know though? Well, because like like I said, I've bought a wide pair of shoes before, mm. just because I just bought a pair. They were like work shoes, and I was just like, I need to just get something to wear at work. And they were just like flopping around. My foot was just like it, they felt huge. Okay. So like that's how. That's how you know uh, you don't have wide feet, but you yeah. also don't have narrow feet. True. I don't have a uh well the but like she said, you know it's not like Nike, they run small, you know. Okay. So like like I have I'm a size eleven, but I get eleven and a half for Nike, any Nike shoe I get. So it's just kind of like this this size that I got. She was like, they just run narrow. So it's not really it's like for a narrow foot, it's just they run kind of, you know, small. So either way, I had the I bought those ones. Because the other ones they were kind of digging in the top of my ankle. Yeah. I was like, I'm not, I'm no, no. And I was like, I'll go with these ones. She's like, you know, walk around, go around, I'm like walk around town with them. If you don't like them, bring them back. So, okay, cool. So I brought them and I, and I just kept wearing them, kept wearing them. And I was like, yeah, no, I don't think I can. They're, they're really tight. Like I was just wearing them. And it's just like, it's like, dude, my feet can't breathe, man. Yeah, you gotta, gotta breathe. And she was like, and since she told me, like, since they're like that, you know, if they're tight like that, they're going to cause blisters. And I was like, yeah. But you also don't want loose ones. No, that will also cause blisters. blisters. (laughs) And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? (laughs) You need a perfectly fitted shoe at all times. dude. It's so annoying. So I was like, fuck. Okay. So I went and I was like, I should have just fucking bought both. So I've been able to return the one. Yeah. Yeah. So now I don't have to, in case I get the other pair, then I don't have to go back a second time or whatever. Right. So I go back and I was like, I return them. And I get the, I get the, I'm looking at the other pair. And I was like, and I look, and I, I said, get this one that you showed me yesterday and the other one that I didn't want to try on, the one that her father recommended because he swears by them. She, her father wasn't there, but she said, my father swears <laughs> by them. So I was like, okay. her dad's just like chilling. He's like, I recommend those. <laughs> So these ones are Danners. Um, the other ones I got were Oboes, and the ones that I was gonna, I also looked at were Keens. So all of this means nothing to me. Exactly. So either way, I was like, dude, I don't know. So I went with the, I went with the father recommended shoe. Okay. And these are like, uh, they look like cool boots. They're they're very just like bold, you know. The the, the shoelaces are red. Okay. The boot, it looks like a like a, a lumberjack boot. You know, it's got that um khaki color. Yeah. Um, and she was like, Well, if you you know the if you want to change the shoelaces, there's brown pair in there. And I was like, it's not the shoelaces that are really bold for me, it's the color of the shoe itself. The shoe itself is bold. But I literally wore those yesterday, like all day, just inside the house. Yeah. And then I put one on the left foot and the old boots that I wore last time on the right foot, and I was like it's like the right one's just so much more comfortable. It's got so much more padding on the inside. So you don't like the ones and, you bought. And I, I don't know. I was like getting used to them. I go, maybe I can't. So this is just an annoying process. Just buy some Tims, through. dude. Buy some Tims and get, and move on with life. Dude, I have Tims. And those are the worst hiking boots you could possibly want to do. The Tims you have because they're not meant for hiking boots. Oh, you're just saying buy Timberlands. That for yeah, hiking. buy Timberland hiking boots. Like they're gonna they're gonna run you some cash, but they're gonna be nice boots. Well, the boots I have, they're gonna be nice boots too. They are nice boots. Yeah. So no matter which boot you go with, it's just you have to go. You have to see if they're good for walking. These boots, these boots are not made for walking, dude. No. 
and it takes time to break them in. You know, you got it. You got it. Yeah, no, that's what in. I was saying. That's why I went back. I was like, did I not give the other shoe enough time? Like, is it gonna, is my, the top of my ankle not going to be getting dug into? Yeah. But that's something and, like, do you really want to deal with it for as long as you even were dealing with it? Right. But like, I was like, I don't think the top of it, like, I think more of the inside of the shoe forms to your foot and, and you break in rather than the top of the ankle. Right. Yeah. I would so agree it's like, that. I think that's just going to be stiff. Yeah. So I was like, whatever, I'll go with the other pair. So we'll see how it goes. Um, next time I go on a hike. I don't know. Dude, I swear to God. Get out of here. Um, yeah, that's what I did. I went to L.L. Bean twice in one week. Yeah, well, that's pretty impressive. I don't even know where the nearest L.L. Bean is to you or me. Amherst. Oh, now I know. Yeah. Um, I didn't know we had one either. Yeah. I, I thought that was like only in like, you know, Texas or something. Uh, we went not to one Texas. of the main ones. <laughs> yeah, but like, you know, those type of places, not Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah, adventuring places. Yeah, Maine, Vermont, New Hampshire. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, the big, the big places. Um, I have spent all week, as you know, if because you, you watch my Instagram story, obviously, it's yeah. Shark Week. You yeah. know, happy, happy Shark Week, everybody. Uh, Dave and I get a whole week. It's pretty great. Um, but it's day five of seven. I'm a little upset that we're we're over the halfway mark. I'm gonna be honest. Uh it's been it's been a good shark week. Hosted by Jason Momoa. Great host. Pretty cool. He doesn't do much. I will say that as the host of Shark Week doesn't really host anything. He just kind Ooh. of exists. Right. Because you know, you just watch like these these shows that they come out with. Like last night there was there was a, the the one that one of the there's like three shows a day. Started at eight PM, so eight, nine, and ten PM. One of the shows last night, the ten PM show was Cocaine Shark. Um, because I guess like they've there's been reports of like you know like cocaine just has washed up on the beaches of Florida from the ocean <laughs> before, um, and I mean like not like a little like baggie of cocaine, I mean bales of cocaine that measure in the thousands of pounds of cocaine have been washing up on the beach beaches of Florida, um, and they they assume that because this stuff is being dropped like off boats or off from planes into the water, sharks are going to start getting into it because sharks are curious animals. You know, they're going to, they're going to bite some stuff. And he goes, so are these sharks getting fucking coked up? And could that lead to higher attacks off the Florida coast from sharks right. that are coked out of their minds, you know, like cocaine bear. Right. And so that was a pretty intense episode and they were testing it. I was like, listen, if you want to test it, catch a shark, give it cocaine. Yeah. I, I mean, dude, just do it. Yeah, they were just like testing, think, like, like they were they like put fish food in a in a cocaine bale. They like wrapped it like they would cocaine, you know how you do. Um, and they tossed it in the ocean and then like cut it open and like let this fish powder go everywhere. I'm like, well, of course the sharks are going to be attracted to it. It's yeah, fish food. Get some cocaine. Get some cocaine. Give it to the yeah. Give it to the shark it's for the show. See what happens. You're not you doing wanna, it. Yeah, you want to see what happens? Test it. Get some, uh, give them some, uh, some marijuana. Test all the drugs. Because marijuana, you know, that should, if, if, if we're thinking. That should lessen the chance of attack. Right. If we're thinking that, um, that a cocaine might just kind of put a little pep in the swim, pep in the fin, um, of a shark to, you know, attack more then just give them marijuana. Yeah. Chill them out. 
Um, but again, so it's hosted by Jason Momoa, but all Jason Momoa does, he just like hangs out on like a cliffside in, I think he's from Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think he's just like, I think, the, so. I think he's just like chilling there. I don't actually know where they shot his scenes, but he's just like kind of chilling there while this is all happening. Or like the show goes on, there's like a commercial break and you might see Jason Momoa doing something like he was doing like trivia with some, some kids. He was yeah. in New Zealand. That's where he is, New Zealand. Um, uh, he was like doing trivia with some New Zealand local children about sharks. And then that was it. It was like five minutes. And then he dunked his head in a bucket of chum. And then, and then he went back to the show. So he's not really doing anything. Well, I was going to say, I don't think the host does much ever, right? Yeah, but like it would be cool. Like, so they used to have Shark Week in the past. They used to have like a Shark After Dark, like talk show. That was hosted by a guy, and they'd have like the the people that were like in the they'd have like some of the scientists or some of the divers, um, or some celebrities on. They would like have them on the Shark After Dark to talk about like, hey, like you did this. What was your experience like? Talk to talk me through it. You know, what well, what did we not see on camera? And that was cool. That's what I thought Jason Momoa was going to do this year. He's not. He's just chilling in New Zealand, talking to the camera every so often. So I was a little disappointed in that. But it is it's some good television. I love Shark Week, as we all know. And it is entertaining. Yeah, my boss said he was like, "Oh, it's." I asked him something. He was like, "Oh, it's oh, it's Dave's week." And I was like, "Huh?" I was like, "Dude, my birthday was last week." And then oh, this is like, your week. Oh, and they're like, "Oh, shit. every July." Yeah, it's 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 good. It's good TV. It's fun to like learn about sharks. It's fun to watch some uh, reenacted shark attacks. Um, some of the, I will say though, like good thing you're not, you don't watch it because some of the pictures that they have, sh- especially last night's show, some of the pictures that they showed of shark attacks and like what happens to yeah. these humans, what happened to these humans bodies, dude, this one picture, I'll, I'll try not okay. to get too graphic, but there was, you know, it's a picture of his, of this guy's leg and three quarters of his thigh were gone. Just, um gone big old like bone chunk. was gone gone it was so gory and i'm like how are they allowed to show this on television and they did and it was just i mean mangled just so bad you know what's creepy is like i don't know if you've ever seen um uh like somebody paints they find a tree and they cover with like saran wrap and they paint the background yeah and so then it looks like it's see-through right yeah i saw somebody do that it was like and i don't know if it was a tattoo or if it was just somebody drew on somebody's leg but it looked it was freaking me out because it was it was like it looked like i could just see through um their like I like they they just had a hole in their leg or something yeah. like that. I can't remember what it was, their arm or something like that, or their fingers, but I was just like, dude, no, no, stop. That's just that's weird. It's crazy. I wish like, I had any amount of talent to do something like that. I I'm glad you don't. Yeah. Cause then I'd see it more. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's a good point. I I, yeah. I mean, unless unless you're doing like cool stuff. You know, if you're you know, you're making it look like you can see through my leg. That's gross. But if you're like painting on a tree, then by all means, that's fine. Yeah, paint on paint on trees all you want. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I like it's it's crazy how like the mind is just like yeah, that's that's 
it's see-through now it's real yeah. crazy crazy um but yeah shark week's been awesome coming to an end this saturday um looking forward to watching tonight's episodes i don't remember what they are but uh i'm gonna create a drinking game next year for shark i've already created the game i just have to do it next year because i didn't follow through this year and so you know something when they talk about when they say sharks or when they're talking about sharks on shark week is that they are the apex predators right of the ocean and so they say that so many times over the course yeah, dude, of seven I, days i feel like i've oh they're the apex predator the apex yeah. predator I'm like, okay but you know what's crazy fun fact sharks might not be the apex predator and when i say might i mean they're definitely not because something that they've really focused on this year is that sharks have been getting fucking murked by orcas oh yeah dude the orcas are because orcas are killer whales right killer whales yeah which yeah. not technically whales but that's besides the point um i was gonna say i think an orca is like they're just like fucking rude yeah they're they're dicks yeah so there's these don't... two orcas in particular they're called their names are port and starboard and that's because their their dorsal fins both fold in opposite directions of each other so port and starboard or whichever one's which yeah um and so they came came to uh they just like appeared one year in South Africa, off of off the coast of South Africa, where there was always shark action because they've got like Seal Island, which is just a, a, an island off the coast where seals yeah. always hang out. And so sharks are like, yo, lunchtime, let's go to Seal Island. And the orcas came one year and just started fucking up these sharks. Like multiple sharks were just washing up on the beaches just with their livers ripped out because orcas love liver, apparently. And... So they would just like leave the rest of the body, just eat the liver. Um, so wasteful though. Well, yeah, and they're orcas; they don't care. Um, and so they were doing this. So they were like, "We got to figure out what's going on." And so now these or these two orcas, Port and Starboard, have just been ruling the seas, killing sharks. So now the sharks are like disappearing; they're going into hiding. It's crazy. And yeah. so they were. They, there was this one scene. They were like. You know, when two apex predators go up against each other, it's very interesting to see how they interact. I'm like, listen, there's no such thing as two apex predators going up against each other, unless you're talking about a fucking bear and a and a and a shark going head to head, right? Because um, those are two separate apex predators, one on land, one on sea, um, or one in sea. So they were talking about sharks versus killer whales, and they said that exact thing. And I go, listen, if whales if killer whales are apex predators and sharks are apex predators but the killer whales are killing the sharks sharks not apex predators anymore no the killer whales are the apex predators of the ocean exactly. these things are fucking terrifying like they the way they there's like a video of them like attacking a, a shark they just fucking fuck this thing up dude it's because they work like, in teams like i was gonna say like two of them for one shark yeah. oh yeah 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 easily two probably more um and that's how they work. You know, that's how they're so good. Sharks are solo hunters. Orcas, dude, they'll come at you in a gang and they will make you wish you were never born. And they'll make you not born anymore. Exactly. Yeah. And they like <laughs> more people, people, people are afraid of sharks. People should be afraid of orcas because they're fucking scary. Well, I wonder, I mean, yeah, of course an orca will eat you. It wouldn't though. Oh, see then no, there's no reason to be scared of orca then. Yeah, I guess. Did you say a scared? <laughs> uh yeah i guess you're right orcas like don't fuck with humans but they 
fuck up sharks. It's crazy. Yeah. There was also, I was watching last night, there was a sh- like a drone shot of a beach and there was like a man walking his dog right along the water, five feet offshore, a, a, a school of sharks just swimming. I'm like, that's fuck. I mean, I don't know if you've heard this before, but if you've ever gone knee deep in the ocean, which you have, you've had a shark within probably five feet of you. Yeah, I think, uh, no, I was the closest, a uh, dolphin has been close to me. Yeah, well, dolphins you can see. I'm telling you right now, if you've been knee deep in the ocean, a shark has been within five feet of you. I'm not asking you if that's true. I'm I'm telling you that it's happened and you haven't seen it. That's creepy. That's why I hate the ocean. Yeah, fuck the ocean, dude. I love sharks, but fuck that. Because all it takes is one all it takes is one mistake. The sharks don't want to attack people. They it's a mistake, right? They 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 they, you know, they don't know what's going on. They get confused and they bite your calf, and then your calf's gone. And then there's blood, and then they're like, oh well. Well, yeah, then there's like, well, I mean, if there's blood, I'm gonna eat it anyways. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's like a fact that because there's, because of like where many sharks congregate, it's typically small sharks. And by small, I mean, they're the size of you. Dude, that makes you want to throw up. Yeah. If you have been in knee deep water, you have been, you have been within five, I think it's five feet of a shark. Mm. Yeah. Because some of the smaller ones, again, small being the size of you or smaller. Um, they will like hang out in the shallow water, um, just because that's where they're, that's what they do. That's where they feel comfortable. That's where they can catch their, their food, which is typically smaller fish. Um, and they will just swim around the people. They don't want to interact with us. Um, but yeah, knee deep. That's all he needs to be. And I'll tell you right now, I've been deeper than knee deep. Yeah. Okay. I've been shoulder deep. Yeah. Oh, maybe not. Yeah, probably shoulder. Think about all the sharks that were around you. It's disgusting. That's why yeah. I, hate, I hate the ocean. I hate lakes. What's wrong with lakes? I, I, I still can't see anything underneath me. Yeah, okay? but there's nothing that's going to eat you in a lake. I don't care, dude. If anything touches my fucking leg. Mm-mm, I'm I'll tell freaking... you what, though. Snapping turtles have been freaking me out a little bit lately. Yeah, dude. And see, they just, they chill, in the, they chill in the shadows, too. And lakes down here, I won't go into, like, because every every lake down here, there's a there's a there's a there's a gator in it. Yeah, dude. And gators gators want to eat you. As an apex predator of a lake. Oh, amen. Fucking yeah, they are. Um. So like lakes down here, but like Lake Erie, I'll go into Lake Erie. Yeah, I mean, I'll go into it. I've gone. I go into oceans too. Yeah. But I'll tell you right now, like when I was when I went uh, uh, water skiing down here a few years ago. And like, you know, like before you get started, you're just kind of sitting in the water and like you're, you're in deep water. Gators are typically in the shallow parts or in the murky parts. So like when you're in the deep parts of the, of the lake, you're pretty much fine, but like, you don't know what gator is venturing out there. You were, you bites you you in the ass. You were jet skiing on, or not jet skiing, water skiing on a lake. Yeah. I would not water ski on the ocean. I mean, (sighs) dude, how, how bad do you think it hurts when somebody like. You know, like you see those things where they're like going, and then they just fucking dip into the water. <laughs> like, uh, I think it hurts hurt? a lot. I wouldn't know. I didn't fall over. I mean, I think I fell once, but like we weren't going fast enough for me to like really smack my face into the water. 
I've watched somebody like, you know, people, they just do it. Like they just sit there on their ankles or on their, on their, on their, uh, heels. Yeah. Right. And then they're like, and then they're just like, fucking, they flip over and this guy's doing a push up on the water. Yeah. I don't know, dude. And I'm like, how is that possible, man? Speed. Fuck that. He's just like dipping his head into the, you know what videos I love and we'll get into the next thing right after this. Um, it was when people are like tubing and they hit it like a, they hit the wake and the and the tube just flies and they fall oh, off this yeah. thing and you know i mean they're moving if like when the tube's flying that high and they just yeah. smack down out of the water it's so funny and that's gotta hurt oh yeah dude man people jump into a because you know you're not landing properly what you know you're not landing properly like oh when god you're, no, you're just like, like flailing about so like because you obviously you've seen like people they jump into you know they go olympics however high they are as long as you land properly you're You're chilling but you can't there is a certain height where you can't land properly it doesn't matter how you're landing anymore well didn't you dude remember that one guy who's like he was like went up 50 feet or something like that and he jumped into a kiddie pool pool I think I remember that, yeah. Because he's like superhuman or something. Yeah, belly flopped into it or some shit. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. Dude's trying to die. Yeah, but there's no... How do you... How do, A kiddie pool at max, two feet deep? Maybe. Or was it a regular pool? Either I way. Know, I don't know what it was, dude. I thought it was a kiddie pool. I'm pretty sure I remember kiddie pool. But like, not like a, not like a plastic kiddie pool. No, like, no, no. It was like a blow up, like... Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Two max though, two feet, maybe three. I don't know, but uh, yeah, you're not you're not fixing yourself, situating yourself when you're in the air, going up on a wave. To like, yeah, no, when you're just bounce, getting bounced around. Yeah. Now what? That's probably only, I don't know, ten feet up in the air. You get. I would say like the biggest I've ever seen one fly up is maybe ten feet. Yeah, like when I've gone tubing, it's been like you know you bounce like maybe three, four feet up in the air, and then it lands back. It's the land back down on the tube. I like I think I'd rather let go and hit the water, <laughs> than smack down on the tube again. I feel like there should be a a rope on the tube as well. Or no, the rope is on the tube. The rope is on the tube. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, you're not thinking. roped in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'd let go. Sometimes you can't help it. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Sometimes you let go. <laughs> yeah. But, again, not something I would do in a body of water down here. I don't want to do it anywhere. I, I, mean, I think it would be pretty cool. I got one. It's got to be, dude, it's got to be like the fucking hottest day ever. Because already, ocean, lake, no matter what, it's fucking freezing. Oh, okay? So, I don't... It's when I went to the air show too. a few months ago at the, at the, at the beach... Um, that water was freezing. I mean, we went in, that was in March, early April, end of March, early April, we went. And um, I mean, so like, that's, you know, that's still essentially early or late winter, early, early spring. So it's cold water. Even if it's hot in Florida, it was like 90 degrees that day. The water is freezing Yeah, because water takes a lot longer to heat up. Water's always late to the party, man. Yeah. Always late. That's dumb. Anyway, so the thing I want to talk about, there was a hearing, Congress in here, there's a congressional hearing yesterday. Today's Thursday. Yesterday, Wednesday, there was a congressional hearing about UFOs 
and extraterrestrial life. Okay. So there was a whistleblower by the name of, uh, he's a retired major in the, I don't know in what branch of the military, retired major David Grush, uh, or Grush, I don't know, it doesn't matter. Um, and he is now a whistleblower. So he has come forward with evidence that there is um, a, that the U.S. is concealing a longstanding program that retrieves and reverse engineers ufos or they will also often refer to them as uaps which is uh unidentified aerial phenomena uh so if you hear uap it just means ufo um and so this guy's come forward with all this evidence and he was like he's seen some stuff firsthand and he has interviewed people who are part of the program and who have seen things firsthand and so he's come forward with all this evidence um and the Pentagon has denied his claims that this program exists, that there is a program that's super, super, super top secret that uh, is retrieving and reverse engineering alien spacecraft. But we're going to watch a TikTok that just give, like highlights the, the hearing. Okay. Um, so I'm going to share my screen here. Now, I didn't I only watched this briefly. And I haven't read in detail the the article that I've got up on my other screen. So I don't have all the facts. So if you have a lot of questions, I'm not going to have answers to all of them. But there's some things I want to touch on. Share sound. Optimize for you. What does this mean? No, that's fine. Share sound. So it's probably going to be a little, you know, glitchy like last time. But as long as you can hear the audio, that's all that matters. So we'll we'll listen a little bit and we'll pause. And we'll talk about what we listen to. So this is the first clip. If we have crashed craft uh, stated earlier, do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft? As I've stated publicly already in my News Nation interview. This is Dave Grush. Mm -hmm. With some of these recoveries. Yeah. Um, were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? Non-human. And that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. Based right. So let's um stop share there right so let's let's break that down she asked of the crashed ufos because now we remember a few years ago the government announced it came out they released like classified uh documents classified footage of ufos the, of like from the air force they they saw shit and they were like i can't identify what this flying object is which is where the term uap came from uh and so basically a few years ago the government said yeah ufos are real we don't know if we don't know what they are. We don't know if they're if they're man-made. We don't know if they're just an anomaly. We don't know what they are. So that was a few years ago. Now they're saying UFOs have crashed. And she goes, was there when recovering the, the crash, was there a pilot or what did you were there bodies uh, recovered? Right. And he goes, Yes, we recovered biologics. He spec he's been very careful throughout this entire thing to say specific words. Because I think he has to be very careful to not reveal top secret information because whistleblowing is allowed in the United States of America, free country. Mm -hmm. But you cannot give away top secret information to those who are not cleared to have top secret information, which is the general public. Um, so if he were to do that, then he could face criminal charges. So he has to be very careful about what he can and cannot say. Nice. Um, and you'll kind of see some of that. He'll like specify certain things that they ask. He'll like change their verbiage 
into things that he's allowed to say. So he says, we recovered biologics. And she goes, okay, were they human or non-human biologics? And, <laughs> and he goes, they were non-human. And that's based on, that wasn't him saying that. It was based on the interviews of the people who are still working in the program of the retrieval and of, of these of these UFOs. Right. And so we all we know now, non-human biologics in non-human crafts. So what would you take that as? Something that's not human. <laughs> yeah. Something that's not human for sure. Let's jump back into it. Based on your experience and extensive conversations with experts, do you believe our government has made contact with intelligent extraterrestrials? Something I can't discuss in public setting. Something he cannot discuss in public setting. Yeah. Have we made contact with intelligent extraterrestrials? If, in my opinion, if the answer was no, yeah, he would just say no. Just say no. So if he says, I can't discuss that in a public setting, leads me to believe the answer is yes. But, you know, it could just also be like, you, can, you just can't answer that question, whether it's yes or no. Because, you know, that's what everyone would think. They're like, you know, somebody asked me, no comment at this time. It's like, well, why not? If the answer was no, yeah, you would say no. Well, okay, so yeah, maybe that's like maybe maybe the answer is more complicated than yes, or it's more complicated than no. So he can just can't discuss it. Yeah. All right, I like I like your viewpoint on that. Let's go back, jump back into it. Okay. Um. And we did meet with one member of the flight crew who took the image. The image was of something that I am not able to attach to any human capability, either from the United States or from any of our adversaries. And they saw a sequence of four craft in a clear diamond formation for which there is uh, a radar sequence that I and I alone have observed in the United States Congress. One of the pilots goes to check out that diamond formation and sees a large floating, what I can only describe as an orb, Again, like I said, not of any human capability that I'm, that I'm aware of. And when he approached, he said that his radar went down. He said that his FLIR system malfunctioned and that he had to manually take this image um, from one of the lenses and it was not automatic, automated uh, in collection as you would typically see in a test mission. Rush, as a result of your previous government work, have you met with people with direct knowledge or have direct knowledge yourself of non-human origin craft? Yes, I personally interviewed those individuals. <clears throat> so he interviewed individuals that have knowledge, direct knowledge, of non-human origin craft. I avoided, I, I ignored what the other guy said because that part just kind of confused me. It, it was like super taken out of context in this TikTok. Um, basically, the other guy was saying, like, you know, like, he he saw something of a diamond formation orb that made the pilot's shit go haywire. And so he had to manually take a picture of what he was seeing. Right. There, I don't know if they ever show it. In this tech, they don't 
TikTok, they don't show any images of anything. So if there were any images that were displayed during this hearing, I don't have I don't have them. Um, but he has interviewed people who have direct knowledge of non-human craft. So now again, that brings me back to back to you. What's your opinion on this? A non-human craft. We know that there's not fucking dogs building aircrafts. Could be Bigfoot. Could be Bigfoot. <laughs> the Yeti, perhaps. Um, I mean, I don't know, man. Now, because you know, I I'm a huge I believe in aliens guy. Yeah. You, I don't I don't know where you stand on that. I'm just like, listen, when I see one in front of me, I'll believe it. And that's kind of where I am. Like, I I believe that they're out there. Do I believe we've met them? No. This is saying otherwise. Saying we've we've had inter- interactions with non-humans um or i guess he had i guess he said he can't speak to that i assume that was yes um yeah so so like i don't know i i'm I'm kind of the same way like once i see one i will 100 believe it obviously um but i'm more inclined to believe that aliens do exist i'm less inclined to believe they've been here so we'll we'll jump back into it what about all their shit though that's here that's what I'm saying. They had to have been here if all their shit's here. I mean, there's a lot of shit everywhere. Mr. Grush, as a result of your previous government work, have you met with people with direct knowledge or have direct knowledge yourself about ATs, advanced technologies that the U.S. government has? Uh, based on uh, conventional uh, advanced tech, I was briefed to uh, the preponderance of the defense departments, both space and aerospace Department of Programs, yeah. I don't want to cut you off, but yeah. how does a program like that get funded? I will give you generalities. I can get very specific in a closed session, uh, but a mis- misappropriation of funds and uh, does that mean that Does that mean that there is money in the budget that is said to go to a program, but it doesn't, and it goes to something else? Yes, I have specific knowledge of that. Yep. Has the U.S. government become aware of actual evidence of extraterrestrial, otherwise unexplained forms of intelligence? And if so, when do you think this first occurred? Uh, I like to use the term non-human. I don't like to denote origin. Keeps the aperture open, both scientifically. Right. Uh, uh, certainly, uh, like I've dis- discussed publicly uh, previously in 1930s. Do you have any personal knowledge? So what he just said there, right? So the guy said extraterrestrial intelligence. And he said, I don't want to denote origin. I don't want to say they're from space. So I'm, I'm going to use the term non-human because he doesn't know specifically where they're from. So he's not going to say they're from space. which is a little bit creepier because if they're from here and they're non-human, terrifying. Um, Lizard people is what I'm gathering. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Then from the plane. Yeah. Then he, then he asked um, how, like how long has this knowledge been in the hands of the U S government is essentially what the, what the guy asked. And he said, since roughly the 1930s. Yep. So that's a long time, almost a hundred years We've been, we've been, we've known that there's intelligent, non-human life here on earth with the ability to produce technology. And it took someone this long just to say something? It took somebody this long. It's a long time. Jumping back in. Almost over knowledge of someone who's possibly been injured working on legacy UAP reverse engineering. 
Yes. Okay. How were they injured? Was it is it something like a radioactive type situation or something we didn't understand? You could imagine assessing an, an unknown unknown. Uh, there's a lot of uh, potentialities you can't fully prepare for. I watched. So he said unknown unknown. <laughs> which, yeah. Which I was like, that's just a double entendre. Um, but yeah, so he was, the guy was like, has anybody been injured? And he said, yes. And he was like, how? And of course, everybody's like, radioactivity of space, you know, gonna boils on their skin, instant cancer. Um, he was like, you know, when you're working with an, with an unknown unknown, yeah. uh, you, you just, anything could happen. You just don't know. You know, it's unknown. So right. people have been injured. He, and I guess I, I, I took from that, it was like, he can't really speak to the, the, uh, he cannot speak extensively on the injuries that took place. Right. Um, and those are just some of the, as the, as the thing said, most intense moments from the hearing. But this hearing went on for, I think, a few hours. And basically, this, this guy, Grush, was, or Grush, uh, said he was asked in 2019 by the head of a government task force uh, on UFOs to identify all highly classified programs relating to the task force task force's mission. At the time, Grush was detailed uh, to the National Reconnaissance Office, uh, the agency that operates in U.S. spy satellites. And so basically he was on this task force to identify these programs that are in place. Um, and he was informed, this is what he said, I was informed in the course of my official duties of a multi-decade UAP, UFO, crash retrieval and reverse engineering program to which I was denied access. So he was told that there was a program that retrieves crashed crafts and reverse engineers them to basically basically make them work again, but he was not allowed access to said program or said information. Right. Um, uh, U.S. has likely been aware of non-human activity since the 1930s. Pentagon has denied Grush's claims of a cover-up. In a statement, Defense Department spokeswoman Sue Goff said investigators have not discovered any verifiable information to substantiate claims that any programs regarding the possession or reverse engineering of extraterrestrial materials have existed in the past or exist currently. The statement did not address UFOs that are not suspected of being extra extraterrestrial objects. So that part confuses me. The statement did not address UFOs that are not suspected of being. If it's a, if it's a UFO, I guess that just means we can't identify it, but it could be from Earth, man-made. Um but there was no verifiable verifiable information uh, to verify the claims that any programs regarding uh, the possession or reverse engineering has existed. Um, he said he faced retaliation as a as a government whistleblower. Um, he wouldn't be more specific, but basically said that uh, it was very brutal and very unfortunate. Some of the tactics they used to hurt or hurt me both professionally and personally. So the government came after him for being a whistleblower. He doesn't say from who or what or what went on, um, but got got some backlash because again, nobody wants this their secrets to get out. And as right. a whistleblower, that's exactly what you're doing is you're blowing the whistle on these motherfuckers' secrets. Um, 
I mean, hey, don't keep secrets. Don't keep secrets. Yeah, let the, let the people know. We want to know if there's aliens. And so here's what my my question on all this is. I won't read this article anymore just because it gets into kind of the, all this all this stuff. Um, if extraterrestrials are here and they haven't all just crashed and we've recovered all their bodies, let's say some of them landed and survived. Right. What are they doing? Um. Or should I ask rather, what do you take away from all this? Where, where, what's your stance on this on this hearing? Again, we didn't get a lot of information in this twenty minute session we just talked about. But I where, mean, where, what are you gathering from what we just read and watched? I mean, from this, um, like, I mean, it's it it brings me to believe a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, from what he's saying um and and if he's being reprimanded or he's been reprimanded it's obviously for some reason right if he you know unless he's making or he's just making it all up but you know yeah but like why would they have a congressional hearing if he's making it all up right so so it um, I'll lean. I'll lean more towards something's out there. Some something's happening. Yeah. Uh, okay. So then, what what's what's your take on what I just said? Of like the of if what are they? What, if they're here, what are they doing? Oh, um, because all this congressional hearing was about is that the the U the U S has been covering up, um, a program that recovers UFOs. That's all he. That's all he's saying. They right. then ask, "Were their bodies?" And he said, "Yeah, and they're not human." So, my, so that what are they me, doing here? Right. What are they doing here? Why are they coming? And what are they? What is their? If they haven't all crashed and been recovered by the U.S. government, what are they doing? The ones that have survived. I don't know. They're just trying to live, dude. Yeah, but why? And also, if they've got advanced technology. Maybe their planet died. If they're from, you know, another planet, maybe their planet is dying and they're doing what we're trying to do to Mars. Mm. Yeah, but nobody's living on Mars. I know that. But like, that's just because, you know, but they're, they, they realize they're like, well, there's somebody living here already. Mm-hmm. So let's just go there. Right. Because they have advanced technologies. So you think they're just trying to lay low. Yeah, maybe. Okay. But here's my question. If they have advanced technology, Mm -hmm. wouldn't it just make more sense to find a planet they can then terraform, just like we would eventually try to do to Mars? And make Um, it hospitable? Habitable? Maybe with their advanced technologies, they know that that's a bad idea. Or it's not possible. And then why wouldn't they share advanced technologies with us? Like, and why what they advanced technologies do they have that we know of? Well, I mean, they have it. Of an, uh, if it, it's advanced enough to get to another planet, that is, if, if they're extraterrestrial, if they're extraterrestrial, it's advanced enough to get to another planet where there's life, which we, with all the advanced technology we have, have not been able to even locate another planet with life on it. 
So right. they've done more than just locate. They've they've located and they've traveled hundreds, if not more, light years. So which means they need to be traveling at this at the speed of light, essentially. And even then, at the speed of light, it would take them a hundred years to get to us if it was only a hundred light years away. Which means they're probably going faster than the speed of light, which technically means time travel exists too, but we won't get into that. Makes sense why it's been like a hundred years and we're seeing all this now, you know? If it's taking them a hundred years to get here. I'm not following what you're saying now. You almost had me and then I was like, no, it doesn't make sense. You know, like if they're if they're taking a hundred years to get here, then and like but if it took 100 years to get here, we would we would still know about them instantly once they got here. No, I know. But like they've been coming for like the past, you know, 100 years. Mm. And the ones that left in like 1930, that makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you lost me. It was a good, I, I got your, the knowledge doesn't take 100 years. Just the arrival does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. I just like again, so we we would assume they have the advanced technology way advanced way more advanced than ours. So why would they come here and just like chill amongst the the peeps without coming forward, without saying, Hey, we're not well, from you know, it's it's hard. It's tough to be to be a loner. Yeah. You know? But if they know a way to contact their home planet, do they? With, well, I assume. Let's stop assuming. I mean, listen. If there's anybody out there that's that's non-human and you are able to listen and watch this podcast, we would like you to reach out to us. We won't we won't give you away to the government because we all know they're going to dissect you and run some tests on you. We don't want that. Which is why maybe they're not coming forward. Exactly. They know that. Right, but how how would they have known that before they got here? They did it. Like if I was an alien, right? If I were, let's just say I were to go to another planet, to that planet I'd be an alien. If I were to go to another planet tomorrow, and I had the advanced, if I and I had more advanced technology than they had, I get there, I go, hey, I'm not from here. I want to share some stuff with you guys. I would have no knowledge that they were going to dissect me. So like well, that's what I'm wondering is when they first got here, how come they didn't go, yo, what's up, everybody? Or maybe they did, and we covered it up. Exactly. And so every time they get here, we just keep covering it up. Yeah. Exactly what it is. That's fucking crazy, dude. I don't get this shit. For no reason. Why cover it up? Yeah, like what's the point? Like what are you what are you trying to hide? Like if they want to come forward and say I'm not from your planet, I have better technology than you, I want to share this with you. Or maybe they're all dead because they crashed and can't find their fly their fucking things. True. Maybe and then they are all dead. Advanced technology and if they're all if they're all dead, then ultimately it doesn't matter. Yeah. Cuz like if we have their crafts and we are reverse engineering them, that's a little questionable because now we're like now we're talking about like using space technology in, in the military, which is kind of cheating in my opinion. Cheating but, for what? What? Cheating for what? 
like, I mean, think about it, Dave, the U S right. Like we love, we love blowing shit up, especially when that shit is other countries. So, <laughs> 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 so like if we get the technology of space of extraterrestrial crafts and we reverse engineer it, what's the, what's the purpose of reverse engineering? To then fly it and turn it into a military craft to then stealthily bomb other countries that we're, we're, we're not, gonna, not just we're bombing not gonna, other countries for shits and giggles. Yeah, so we're not going to just and I don't know, boo hoo. They land on our planet, not or not planet, um, <laughs> on our part of the <laughs> they land on our planet, not your planet. They landed on our continent, so you do with what you got, yeah, yeah. dude. By all means, if someone, if one of them lands in fucking South America or Europe, maybe there's stuff over there too. Yeah, maybe. And they just got no fucking whistleblowers over there. That's a good point. That was going to be my next question of like, if they're, why are they only landing in the United States? But they're probably not. It's just the other countries they are just also got covering shit. it up. They just got shit locked down in the other countries. Yeah. <laughs> We're letting shit loose here in America. Yeah, dude. Everyone, you, you sneeze over in the other. Well, and now, and now our, it. now our, now our secrets are out, right? Like this whistleblower came forward and said, "Hey, we're covering up. We got military. We we got we got extraterrestrial craft that they are reverse engineering to do with to, to do with whatever they want." And the other countries are now like, "Fuck, we got to bring out our, we got to bring up the alien crafts that we've just been keeping in a bunker, in a in a in a mountainside somewhere. Bring them up. The U.S. is working on theirs. I want to work on ours." Yeah. So now everything's out. And now Aliens exist, together. never survived. Spacecraft exist, and we're reverse engineering them to use in war. And we are now telling their countries that we have better technology than them. And space war is going to break out. It's going to be Star Wars. We are recreating Star Wars. I'm feeling their spaceships aren't as cool as Star Wars. Probably not, yeah. Which I want to see what they look like. I'm going to infiltrate the government. You already, you have a more, you're, you're, you're farther along than I am. You're in the government already. You work for the government. Oh, I was like, what? Yeah. So you, you already have a better chance of getting closer to this than I do. Okay. So I need you to leave the post office and get into a different part of the government that doesn't just deal with mail. Unless you're part of the cover up. What do you really do at the post office, Dave? (laughs) Hey, you've seen men in black. Yeah. Most post uh, most postal workers are aliens. Oh. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. I cannot, I can neither confirm nor deny. Yeah. I cannot talk about this in a public setting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, but I need you to get out of the post office and into a higher government position where you could then get into something top secret. Yeah, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just quickly hop on over to the CIA. Yeah. And then be a whistleblower. I mean, I don't know if I'll be a whistleblower. Because if I'm if I'm chilling, you know, if I'm chilling with what I've got going on, if they're paying you big bucks, why would you why would you blow yeah. that whistle? Uh huh. I will lay low. I will yeah. cut all ties. You wouldn't tell me. No. Why not? Do you think you're worth a you know three hundred thousand dollar salary? No, but. <laughs> I'm not saying lose your job. I'm saying tell me in secrecy. No, because I know you. What? 
What would I do? It would slip up. You think you I think you're just up. gonna keep it to yourself? Yeah. No. What's the point? All I want is the knowledge. I don't need to tell anybody. I just want to know. If you get into a top secret government agency and you see an alien on a on a on a table being dissected, or if you see a live alien, I want you to tell me. And I won't tell anybody. Then I'll at least I'll know that aliens exist. No. And I'm telling you right now. To if I ever get that job, and they're watching this, I will not do it. <laughs> I will not tell. <laughs> Damn. I mean, what's the fun? If you can't tell anybody, what do you do with that information? You do your job. And that's it. And you go home and yeah. forget See, and they it. want somebody like you who's never going to get married. Yeah, dude. See? You just go I home to your right dog because you can tell your dog everything. Yeah, dude. My dog. Your dog will know some shit. I'll be like, yo, listen, dude. This crazy shit, man. I saw this like six foot thing. <laughs> six foot thing. I don't know. A six foot, seven foot thing. Yeah, I saw an NBA home. player. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I saw. Flying a UFO. It's crazy. Yeah. LeBron James just up there. Yeah. Just doing his thing. Yeah. I don't know, man. Well, don't give me the job because I'd tell everybody. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but if you told me, I wouldn't tell because I don't want you to lose your job. Okay. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, what's this guy going to do now? What's David Grush going to do for a job? I'm sure with his... Um, Background? His resume. Yeah. As long as they're not a, a company that needs to keep their secrets, <laughs> I think he'll be good. Yeah, it's good. Like, yeah, and um, it says you're a whistleblower. Um, tell us about yeah, that. Yeah, you know, I, I, you know, did all this shit. I don't know if you saw it. It's like, okay, yeah, we can't hire you. Yeah, we've got some trade secrets. Can you keep? Can you keep them under wraps? He'd be like, no. I can't. It is my job. I am the whistleblower. Yeah, he's actually certified. He can honestly, he could probably he could probably become a PI. Ooh, because he'll whistleblow the shit out of that, dude. Yeah, they make some big bucks too. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how people get into that. Well, yeah, you gotta have some type of background of like uh, detective skills. Oh, yeah, being a detective, usually retired detectives are RPIs. Also, your fucking camera, Dave. Hey, man, we're wrapping up here soon. <laughs> yeah, really quick. One last thing that I found funny. Uh, at the, at a fair, I almost said at the fair, at a fair this weekend, or this is, sorry, earlier, slightly earlier in July. Um, I think it's working. Uh, you know, that ride that goes just like in a big circle yeah. and uh -huh. they go like, yeah. Um, it, one malfunctioned in Wisconsin and it stopped upside down. down. Let me show you what it looks like. Ridiculous. No way. That's how it Jesus. got stuck. It got they got stuck like that for a for a couple of hours. It said, "Dude, how uh, about those people like that are straight up upside down? Like they're dead." No, they're not. Everyone survived. There was only eight people. I know that, but like you got to get a fire truck over there and a ladder to get them off because. So here's what happened, right? One truck. Uh, so the, there were first responders within 15 minutes, which is pretty quick. But then they they said, "Hey, we need three ladder trucks." Uh, to complete this operation, one of the one of those trucks took forty five minutes to get there. So now they're up there for an hour. 
Now they're up there for an hour. Um, it didn't, it wasn't until two hours after the ride first got stuck that the first person got off. And then it took another hour and 40 minutes for all, for the rest of the seven, for the other seven to get off. So some people were stuck like that for three hours and 40 minutes. And by some people, I mean the last person to get off was stuck for three hours and 40 minutes. They better have gotten those top people first. I hope they would have gotten these people first as opposed to like these people. Those those people, like I feel like they're, you know, if they're on that backside, they're just kind of sitting like this. Yeah. If they're front, they're kind of hanging down, but even still, that's okay. Yeah. But the people who are straight up upside down, dude, that blood is in their head. These two, four, oh wait, there's only eight. One, two, three, four, five. So there's double somewhere. I'm thinking there's four in each one. Well, that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So that's all it would be. But there's only eight people on the entire thing. Okay. So, so we don't know where they're sitting though. Let's just say two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, like, let's say there's two upside down. You better be getting these two first. Because right. if you get them last, I guess one guy was passing out. Oh, yeah. There was a, what does it say? Um, uh, look at that. It's crazy, dude. Uh, somebody said, somebody said, oh, one of them, a girl, told, a girl, told, <laughs> told rescuers to unstrap an older man first because he was visibly struggling and appeared to have passed out at one point. And this dude was this- strapped up, bro? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Nothing. What are you reading? <laughs> she oh, said- unstrap, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then this guy fucking said, this little girl deserves a medal of courage for sure. Fuck that bitch. But yeah, they were kids, dude. So like, like we can see here, nobody's in this one. So nobody yeah. was lucky enough to be here. Yeah. This You see there, you see somebody, you see somebody's arms right there, that chubby arms right there. <laughs> Well, it looks like they got uh, two of the other ones out. They're working on the other two. And then we got two more in the single. Looks like everything's going to be good and safe. Hopefully everybody is uh, not in too bad a shape. Have a good day, guys. Thank you. Have a good day, guys. So, <laughs> thanks. Thank you. Thanks for the well wishes. Um, apparently there was also, like, footage of like the carnival workers they were just like grinding like with like metal grinders trying to get the thing to release that's terrifying dude 325 feet tall and that's why you don't get on a ride that unfolds from a truck like just what i said yes yeah just don't do it like go to the go to fairs go to carnivals for the for the games for the food win a fish have a have fried dough, go the fuck home. Yeah. Maybe go see a concert. Uh you don't get on the rides. Just don't believe in that. And and that's as simple as as it is. And and with that, let's take a trivia. Trivia. Let's see here. Aliens exist. Sure. This is uh final week, by the way. Tiebreaker. Because I tied it up last week. Okay. All right. Pick a number. Let me, uh, 27. Okay. 
Uh, three, six, nine, 12, 15, 18, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27. Okay. What's the original title? The, I don't fucking know. Oh, the famous house of the thinker. It's that guy. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I know that either. Inferno, whatever. Um, Time Machine, you want to do that one? Where? Middle down. Oh, what year did H.G. Wells publish the novel The Time Machine? Which is uh, the movie The Time Machine is based off that book. Um... I'm thinking H.G. Wells published the novel. Feel like he was an older guy or like existed a while ago is what I mean. Yeah. No, that's too early. 1964. I said 1910. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Dude, I almost said 1890. That was my that was what I first wrote down and said that was too long ago. 1895. Let's go. Your long ago and my long ago were very different. <laughs> uh yeah, well. So that's I'm a win sorry. for me. And you won you won last week, right? Or uh last tiebreaker? Yeah, you did. I think so. Yep. Look at that. Um, Dave, where can people find you? Uh, underscore David Shucky underscore is my Twitter. D Sharp 101 is my, or no, underscore David. Sh- what did I say? <laughs> oh, oh I meant to say that. that's my Instagram. That's my Instagram that I said first. And then D Sharp 101 is my Twitter. Hmm. Um, Eat of the Week is um, we had a birthday dinner meatloaf, ribs, stuffing, corn, mashed potatoes. Damn. Yeah. And my cake um, was a fruit platter. Oh. Yeah. Mom okay. asked what I wanted, and I said, uh, I'll take fruit. I love a good fruit platter. Yeah. Um, you can follow me on my photography Instagram, Sharky underscore photography. My regular Instagram is Secret Agent Sharky. And my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at joesharky7. Um, my eat of the week, I was trying to think while you were talking about yours, and I couldn't think of anything. Um is Ooh, what have I eaten this week dude oh I had uh checkers the other day oh. I got chicken tendies with their and of course fries yeah dude dude their fries are fucking so good so good I like I wanted Burger King because we got deals in the mail just to give a quick backstory on this we got like those coupons in the mail. Right. It's like $3.99 for a whole meal. I'm like, shit, that's a good deal. So we went to Burger King. They were closed by the time we got there. And thank nope, not any better. Um, we were, they were closed by the time we got there. And so and that same at that same corner or on that same intersection, there's like a fucking Wendy's and McDonald's, uh, a Checkers, yeah, a fucking everything. So um, we went to Checkers. And I just like... 
I'm so happy that Burger King was closed because Burger King fries, not that good. No. Checkers fries are without a doubt, without a doubt, the best French fries at any fast food location. Yeah, those are five guys. That's a good point. That's it. Those are five guys. What five guys has curly fries, right? Regular, regular. Arby's has curly fries. Arby's fries. Arby's curly fries are really good too, dude. But they don't match with Five Guys or or. That's a good point. What about Chick Fil A waffle fries? Those are up there, for sure. They're not better than Checkers or. Yeah, you're. Because it's a waffle fry. It is waffle fries. I love just they're they're superior fry. Yeah, but. But if we're just talking regular fries. But like you know, they they the seasonings they they don't put anything special on the yeah no the seasoning they put on checkers fries I think brings it to the top because there's yeah. not seasoning on on Five Guys Five Guys is yeah, just, there. yeah well, there is I think there is I thought it was just greasy fries or it could be they I know they're greasy as shit but yeah they both are. of them are just nice and crisp and yeah dude it's so good it's so fucking good dude anyways that's my eat of the week because it was delicious. Um, as for the podcast, you can follow us on Twitter at CSG Pod. That is CSG P O D. Follow us on TikTok at the Shuffle Podcast. That's where we post our clips from the podcast. Subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all at the Shuffle Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. We'll talk to you guys next week. Watch out for those fucking aliens because they're probably going to probe you in your ass. Later. Peace and love. <laughs> <laughs>